What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Pro GK Academy podcast, bringing you your weekly dose of goalkeeper news. In today's episode, I wanted to address a message that I received from Instagram follower Michael Pineda. Michael tells me he was recently cut from his high school team and since then has had little to no motivation to play goalkeeper at all. And I wanted to share with you guys a story from my playing career that will hopefully give you guys some insight as to what I did to bounce back from being dropped from the starter to the backup. What's going on guys? My name is Omar Zina. I'm the head trainer and founder of ProGK Academy and I'm going to be your host throughout this episode. So a few days ago I got a message from Michael and he told me that he had just been cut from his high school team and that ever since then he's had no motivation, no hunger to play goalkeeper whatsoever. And I felt like I wanted to answer this question and, and really try and help him out as well as try and help you guys all out by just addressing this kind of situation that we have all, I'm sure, found ourselves in. Obviously, with every team, as we all know, having only one goalkeeper, it can be difficult to find yourself in a position where you're always going to be playing and always going to be starting. So either you've been cut from a team or you were the number one and the coach decided that you were going to become the number two. We've all dealt with those emotions. And I kind of just wanted to share with you guys a story from my playing career that I feel like would resonate with you guys and help you guys understand that it happens to everybody. And you guys can take whatever you can from the story, whether it's just seeing how I bounced back or how I, I got better from it or how I grew to even just letting it resonate with you and figuring out how you can interpret it for yourself. So, you know, I'll get right into it. Take it back to when I was 16 years old. I had just joined the LA Galaxy Academy and, you know, I had earned my starting spot on that team earlier in the year and was able to maintain it as we approached the academy playoffs. That year, we were probably one of the best teams in the country and probably the best team in the Western region. You know, I was playing extremely well, felt really confident going into those playoffs. And on top of that, our coaches had let me know that I, was be, I would be traveling with a select group of uh, 16s and 18s to something called the Sum Cup. And what that Sum Cup was is a tournament made up of MLS youth academies, and we pretty much play in a tournament, battle it out, and the best team wins. A lot of college coaches are there, a lot of uh, national team scouts are there, so at that age for me, as I was getting ready to you know, start speaking to colleges, that was great exposure, and it was going to be happening right after the playoffs. And so I was extremely excited to hopefully show well at the Sum Cup, get seen by coaches, as well as do well in the playoffs to you know, bring an Academy trophy back to um, the LA Galaxy. And for some of you guys who may not be familiar with the academy system, uh, the way it works is you play kind of the preliminary round in one location, which for us that year was North Carolina. And you have to, you know, win your group, get first place in your group outright, no ties, none of that stuff, first place. And then after that, you get placed into the academy finals and a new bracket in that first year was in Los Angeles. So, you know, for us being the LA Galaxy, of course, there was a certain amount of pressure and expectation for us to, you know, win our group in North Carolina, then bring it back home and play in front of our fans. So in the weeks leading up to the tournament, you know, we weren't doing anything too crazy in training, uh, just your basic like handling drills, some crossing stuff and, you know, some fitness to keep us sharp and in shape. But, you know, going into that flight, going into North Carolina, I was ready to go sharp, excited to play our first game. And so, you know, get the pep talk from our goalkeeper coach, Matt Minow, just kind of told us, you know, make sure you guys are sharp, ready to go. You know, our warmups, we treated them like we were professionals and, you know, getting ready for the biggest game of our lives. Because essentially, you know, when you're in the academy system, those kind of games are where you kind of start, you know, cementing your name in the MLS coaches ears and, you know, people who are watching like college coaches as well. So going into that first game, like I told you guys earlier in the podcast here, I felt extremely confident, good to go. First half goes by, we're tied 0-0, no issues, you know, some passing out of the back, nothing crazy. 
you know, like I said, we have to win our group. So a tie or a loss is is not good at all. It's, it's going to set us back and it could really jeopardize if we get through to the next round. So second half comes and they shoot a shot. Uh, it was a routine save. And I think, you know, I just lost focus for a second. I took my mind off because I thought I was going to be able to catch it super easy you know, get up, go for the long ball, or even, you know, get us on our counterattack. And they shot the ball. I took my eye off it one half second. I dropped it. The ball gets dropped right in front of the forward. He comes at me one-on-one. He lays it off for his, his buddy who's, you know, sitting on the six, and they tap it in. So right then and there, you know, <laughs> I even had some of my teammates kind of looking at me like, what the hell, dude? In that split instance, all that confidence I had just kind of told you guys about, everything in terms of mental preparation, physical preparation that I had just kind of went away. I felt like I lost it in that moment, and it was it was a bizarre feeling because I had never had that. You know, I don't. I'm not the kind of guy who makes a lot of mistakes, or I felt like I never was um, that kind of guy because I was always sharp, ready to go. But for some reason, this moment in time and the worst moment that I could have possibly happened, I made the most crucial mistake of my career. And you know, they end up scoring a second goal, which was not my fault. But at that point, the game's already lost. We scored one goal to bring it to two one, but. After the game, you know, I remember walking off the field and I'm sure anybody who's ever made a mistake in that big of a game, you know, you feel like the weight is on your shoulders and people are looking at you different, you know, before it's all buddy, buddy. And then all of a sudden you make a mistake like that. Your coach sees you different. My goalkeeper coach told me like, hey, man, you can't make those kinds of mistakes. And it wasn't really like a coaching to goalkeeper relationship at that point. It was more of like a business move, I felt like. And I didn't blame them. Like I completely understood why they were talking to me differently. And I vividly remember some of my teammates like doing it on purpose, it felt calling their parents and they asked, Hey, how'd you guys do? And then they were like, Oh no, we lost today two to one because Omar made a mistake and they would emphasize Omar and look at me. You know, I felt extremely embarrassed and you know, like I told you guys, I was confident and ready to go and then all of a sudden something happened where now I'm looked at completely different by like coaches and by, you know, the management, my team, my teammates and stuff like that. So, you know, we go back to the hotel that that day and my goalkeeper coach sits me down and says, Hey, you know, I've had this kind of stuff happen to me before in the past. How I bounced back was doing X, Y, Z. I felt like, you know, the team, my teammates got over it, not quickly, but they they came over, you know, to my side and let me know, hey, man, it, it happens. Don't even worry about it. Let's just make sure we win the next game so we give ourselves a chance to win this group in the last game we play. So the next game comes. Of course, my confidence is shot, but I still had that focus that, you know, if we win this game, we have, you know, give ourselves a better chance to go to the next round. So that game is going well. We're up 1-0. Everything's going great. And then... Second half, like 15 minutes in, they hit a shot. And again, I went down for a front dive and I didn't go all the way to the ground. I didn't take my body to the ground. So I just let my hands go. I didn't really get down to that full squat. So I'm sure some of you guys who have done this before, you put your arms down there, you keep your head up and then you lose sight of the ball. So I thought the ball was already in my hands. So I scoop my hands up. It bounces, hits my fingertips and it rolls in. So Again, I make a huge, huge mistake. We're you know, tied 1-1 now with, like I said, we need to win this group. We only have one point now. And we end up tying the game 1-1. One one. And after two games out of six points, we only have one point. And it's essentially because of me. I'm the reason why, you know, they, at that point, we saw the results from the other games and we were out. We were completely out of it. We weren't going to have a chance to go to the playoffs and go to the finals in LA. And again, you know, that's something that I don't take lightly something that really changed my life in the sense of, you know, I was always buddy, buddy, always making jokes for those of my friends who know me. 
And then all of a sudden that environment was taken from me because of my costly mistakes. I would go to practice. I would go to the, you know, on, on, on flights and stuff like that for the next week or two. And my teammates would look at me kind of like, how dare you even try to, to be involved in this, in this conversation. You just lost us, you know, our, our chance to be like, you know, like you be seen in front of college coaches in the in academy finals. And, you know, that next game. So we had three games. Those first two games, it didn't go well, obviously. And the third game, the coach told me, hey, you're not playing. And I was like, oh, that's fair. I understand. I mean, I messed up twice. We're not, we don't have a chance. Go for it. So they put another guy in and everyone started treating him like that was their best friend. They started treating him with, you know, they started doing all the same jokes that I was doing with them. So I kind of was becoming an outcast on the team. And we were flying back from North Carolina after we, we ended up, I think we ended up losing or tying that last game. We come back from North Carolina and on the bus back from the airport, my goalkeeper coach walks up to me and he says, hey, um, about the sum cup, you know, we, we just feel that we're going to go with the other goalkeeper for this, for this sum cup. We just feel like he's in better form. And obviously you had those two mistakes. So we don't, we don't feel like you're in the mental state that you need to be at to play at this, you know, this, this tournament with us. And, you know, I was devastated. I'm 16 years old. First time in my career that I had really been, you know, put in a situation where I've made two costly mistakes for my team where, you know, I'm playing for a professional organization like the Galaxy. The expectations of standard is much higher than it was for my club team. And so with that all being said, I went into that summer completely devastated with zero confidence left in me. I had just cost my team, you know, a chance to play in the playoffs here in LA. And then again, I got cut from the Sum Cup group. And that was taken away from me when I thought no matter how my playoffs went, I would still have that. And, you know, that really humbled me and it, it grounded me because like anything in life, you know, nothing's guaranteed. Even if somebody says it, they can always take it back. And based on my performances and the fact that I'm at a professional level now, more or less in that environment, you have to have consistently good performances to, you know, set yourself apart from the, the person who's behind you. And I didn't. And I learned a real life lesson that if you're not consistent and you're not providing the right product and you're not doing well enough to keep your job, it's going to be taken from you just like that. And, you know, that summer was very lonely. I came back to my team and I was the outcast. I wasn't the starter anymore. I was the backup. I wasn't getting the, the same reps that the starting goalkeeper was anymore. The coaches weren't looking at me the same anymore. And for somebody like me, who I had always been a starter, my club team only had one goalkeeper and all the focus was on me. I had never made mistakes like that. That was a new chapter in my life and something that I had to deal with right away. So instead of running from it, I faced it head on. So after two weeks of really dwelling on everything, I had this self-reflection and I realized that I had to consciously make the decision that these mistakes, these two split second decisions where I lost concentration were not going to define who I was as a goalkeeper. You know, I had worked 10 years to get to the LA Galaxy Academy and those mistakes aren't going to change all that work that I had put in unless I let them. So I had to make that decision right away. And that's what I did. You know, I knew I couldn't tell my coaches, my teammates, anything that would make them forget what they saw in North Carolina. So I knew that over time, I'd have to keep showing them with day in and day out training, really just putting my head down and going to work. And I didn't come to that realization all on my own. What I did was I asked around, I sought help, my parents, my friends, and, you know, everybody goes through situations in their lives where they feel defeated and, you know, like how I was. So I wanted to gain their perspective, understand what they did to overcome that. And one way that I realized that I could manipulate the situation and really use it in my favor was that I love to talk. And so I needed to figure out a way to start communicating with my defenders and say things that, you know, had substance, not just to talk to talk, but that actually would help my defenders out getting in the, you know, in the right positions. And that kept me engaged. I started doing it at practice, started doing it in games. And 
it really benefited me in terms of staying engaged and involved in the game, as well as helping my defenders be in the right positions to make the right plays. So that coupled with fixing the, my issues with my technique, I started to become better and better and having more and more confidence. And my teammates started to take notice of that. They started noticing that you know, I would make saves that I used to make. I would communicate throughout the entire game with more and more confidence. And my coaches also took note of that. And after a few good games in the preseason and a few good games in the season, I got my starting spot back. And it was a crazy journey and something that you know, I, I don't wish upon anybody. But at the same time, you have to go through these trials and tribulations. You have to go through these tough times to actually make you stronger, to make you a better person. And of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, it's easy for me to sit here nine years later and say that everything was easy and I did all that stuff. But in the moment, it's extremely hard to have that foresight to understand what it is that you need to do. And everything is very subjective. Everything is personal preference. But one thing you guys should all try and do is always try and consult. You need to get yourself right before you can get everything else right. So you don't internalize everything. Get it out there. Ask around. Don't be afraid to ask people for help. Because for me, I went to a sports psychologist, which I never thought I was going to do. And she gave me the best advice that I could have ever gotten. And I think, you know, if you're going through it now, if you've ever lost your confidence or lost your starting spot, like Michael did, got cut from his team, Remember, you have to be proactive about things and try and control what you can control. You can't control your coach's decision to drop you or cut you. You can't control your teammates' opinions about you. But what you can control is how much work you put in to gain the confidence back of your coaches and of your teammates. You can show up to training every single day with something to prove. And over time, you will gain your confidence back. You will gain the confidence and trust back of your coaches and teammates. Again, it's a process. It takes time. So don't try and rush things. Don't try and expect things to happen overnight. Because if you do, then you're going to be sadly mistaken and really upset with the results. So remember, be proactive seek help when necessary, and put your head down and go to work because that's essentially the only way that you're going to gain your confidence back. One of my favorite quotes is, inactivity leads to insecurity. And for me, after I stopped playing for those two weeks after I made those mistakes, I became extremely insecure. I became somebody that I wasn't and I almost let 10 years of work go down the drain because I felt sorry for myself. So of course, there's going to be times where you have to allow you know, a certain situation to develop and unfold but don't let that situation really eat you alive. Don't let it define who you are as a person, as a goalkeeper, whatever profession you have. Don't let that define who you are. Make sure you get stronger, you get better from it, and you continue to grow because as soon as you learn from those lessons, you're going to be that much better for it. So don't run away from these situations. Really embrace it and try and put your best effort, best foot forward to become a better person because I promise you that is what's going to make you the best goalkeeper possible. Thank you for tuning in to the ProGK Academy podcast. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends and follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at ProGK Academy. Put me in the right direction. Your love is a misconception. Tell you how I feel, no efforts like how the wind blow or how the trees grow. I'm feeling for you every second. Can't deny that my heart is a weapon. Aiming for you, I'm aiming for you. Starting to lose, I was starting to lose, but I picked myself right back up again. Started to fight and distrust and make love again.